0: Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Pope, The Modeler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to The
1: Pope. Beauty of Easter weekend, Mug. You are doing the review of Easter Monday and you're talking about the preview of the following week. So, good time of year for footy around Easter, isn't it? So, looking forward to getting stuck into both the review and upcoming games this week.
0: Absolutely. And with that in mind, let's talk to our Sunshine Coast resident, The Modler.
2: Guys, good to be here again. Uh, yeah, it's just soaking up the last few rays of sunshine before I fly back into 14 degrees and... and Sideways rain by the sounds of things. So can't wait for that to to welcome me on arrival. Yeah, very good. Pope, it was upset
0: day on Easter Monday. We had a great game in the AFL. I was up and about. I was there in the outer on my pat uh, with a skoo in hand and cheering on our overs bet and also cheering on the Hawks. You just knew from the opening bounce that we were on and uh, it was a great victory. And I thoroughly enjoyed my day at the football yesterday. It was fantastic. But we also saw a good upset in the NRL as well.
1: Yeah, we were saying off where air, weren't we Mug? The games I enjoy the most, probably as a spectator, is when you go in with low expectation for how an underdog's going to perform. And you can tell pretty early that they're up for the contest and they're going to be there and thereabouts most of the day. And I think that was the case in both cases. certainly was an NRL. And I know you said the Hawks were the same. So... As a pure sport lover, they're the games that I enjoy the most, and that occurred yesterday. Absolutely. And Modler, over the weekend, did you see any
2: bad beats? Um, nothing uh, Nothing personal. I think we had a bit of chat on the uh, on the WhatsApp, so uh, we mentioned the totals in the game yesterday, and uh, I had a play on the... Um, on the over 148 and a half, I think it was. And then I thought I'd be a bit heroic and take the uh, 174 and a half as well. And uh, you know, there was a bit of chat about middling outcome half time and those kind of things. So there's a bunch of permutations that could have happened. So yeah, happy to get the, the main uh, line over, but just missed out on the alternate overs. But I think, uh, I think uh, you guys were more than happy with how that played out anyway. So I'm happy to, to, to cop that one. Oh, so you went again on the over. Yeah, I was. I was no uh, pregame. I was um. On the, oh right, okay. Before, yeah. So yeah, right, that, okay. and just just uh, let it ride. Yep. Oh well,
0: that uh, could be deemed a bit of a bad beat, particularly at one point when I think that total got out to about 189 and a half in runs. So maybe a little bit stiff not to get the 174 uh, for the super uh, total margin or super, super over, I guess, uh, there at, uh, at one point. And, um, and Pope, did you see any
1: bad beats? Well, I'm going to go with Parramatta yesterday on the other side of the coin that we just discussed. Margaret, it was um last 10 minutes of some unusual plays when it was 20-all from both teams, but Parramatta did have a field goal attempt 20 minutes out straight in front from one of the better exponents in the game, and that would have cost a lot of multis for punters out there. Parramatta
0: getting well, a dollar seven. Not, not Moses, was it, Pope? It
1: was Mitchell. Oh, was Mitchell.
0: Geez. I remember he burnt us something shocking there last year uh, from, from the tee a couple of times. Uh, even our old mate Dicko got burnt by that one, I, I, I think. Um, gee, he owes us a bit then, doesn't he, old, old, old Moses?
1: Yeah, no favourited loss since Thursday night. So there would have been a lot of multi, multi-punders probably thinking about whether they're taking their partner for a nice dinner this week, just waiting on the dollar seven shot to get up. And they get done in the last minute. So that is a bad beat in that context.
0: I don't have too much sympathy putting $1.07 shots into the last leg of the multi anyway. So uh, you, get, you get to get what you deserve. Um, and over, over, yeah, over in the uh, AFL, um, it was probably Carlton, uh, Port Adelaide boys. Carlton uh, got off to an absolute flyer. Uh, they were 1,000 points up and somehow let Port back into the game and they missed the cover. Uh, so... Uh, if you're a Carlton uh, linebacker, there you'd be feeling pretty sick, I think. Uh, so, boys, what about some betting review? How did we actually fare uh, for the weekend? I, I think it was a bit mixed. We've been a bit up and down, I think, the last uh, the last couple of weeks. But uh, we'll we'll go through it. Do
1: you remember what you had, Pope? You know, I think I was over four from the weekend mug. To be honest, I. Won't be chronological, but I went the niche angle for Storm in the first half, or against Cronulla Saturday evening, and other than being a cracking game, that didn't come to fruition. They only led by four at the half. There was after you put that
0: up on Tuesday night, there was some three and a half about. So sort of the listeners uh, would just depend what they landed there. I think so. Yeah. So anyway, um, see where
1: that one landed. What else, Pope? Good Friday, I was big on the dogs at the plus, and while they were in the contest for a while, they ended up getting blown away quite comfortably in that one, and I was also be, fairly big on Newcastle on Sunday afternoon, and, and Dragons got them late as well, so they were they were probably the three main ones I spoke to last week, and I think there was a there was a fourth game in there too that... Uh, Titans. Titans. Titans as well, yep. So they and they got done. So yeah, I'm, I was uh, more or less over for four for the weekend. So um, too many more weekends like this, and guests will be paying for their own grog at the wedding in in a month. <laughs> so I need to I need to have a bit of self analysis going into this weekend.
0: Well, mate, uh, knowing some of your work, uh, winning weekends won't be too far away, my friend. Um, uh, Modler, how about you? I I know you were putting up uh, the crows uh, in the AFL. Was there any other ones in the AFL that you had?
2: Yeah, I think we spoke to Hawthorne. I think I rated him about 260 with Selwood. Yeah, that's right. And then um, I think it was about 310, 320 about when I mentioned it. So, a, a, you know, a little edge there, which was, which was, yeah, nice nice to see yesterday.
0: And um, was there anything else? So it was Hawks and the Crows. I know you had a couple uh,
2: of it. So we chatted about West Coast as well, but I think I made the point given, you know, the, the sort of, expected ends and what ends up happening uh, to sort of wait and see what happens there so yeah. I had a slight edge on, on West Coast and they obviously got um, nice and towed up so yeah probably, Yeah
0: probably- and that was, uh, that probably leads us into my uh, my ones on, on the AFL which was West Coast and Sydney on the podcast last week, I uh, put up the 10.5, got into 7.5 so we beat the market but that's, uh, that doesn't mean much when you get beat by 60 odd points, uh, whatever it was so I wish I had have uh, uh, stayed with you, Modler, and just uh, stayed out of that one, but um, but missed on that one. It wasn't on the potty. I'll, I'll put it on Twitter, and I guess uh, you know we encourage the listeners to follow us on Twitter, uh, barefoot punter one, um, and I just put up the total over uh, for the Cats Hawthorn game yesterday. So hopefully the uh, the punters got involved with that one, um, and there was oh, that was just the one, the the Melbourne one that was just. Happy that that crossed the line because I would have been in some strife if that uh, if that didn't get across. But uh, that was uh, that was good that that one did Pope. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Modler, on
2: the NRL, how did you fare? Uh, yeah, I had much the same as as Pope did. I think um, uh, with yeah, Lycan Canterbury and the Titans as well. I think the Titans were well down early, weren't they, Pope? And they ended up coming back towards yeah. the end, but had a had a try just allowed towards the end as well. But I think mainly ended up winning by eight in the end. So, you know, you, you sort of cop that one. And then um, uh, the one where we differed off Dragon. the guy by George. So, um, yeah, I think they ended up, it was four and a half when I, the lines four and a half when I took them up last week. And they've ended up just covering that by by half a point. So, um, yeah, probably lucky yeah. there. But we'll talk. Two,
0: two men enter, one man leaves. Uh, the <laughs> modeler uh, leaves uh, with the Dragons. Uh, so, so, well done, mate. And uh, the email subscribers actually would have picked up on this one, mother. We failed to talk about it uh, last week uh, by accident. But you had quite a significant lean to the cows uh, versus the Raiders on the opening uh, night of the round, and uh, that was like a two eighty shot. And um, and the cows got it done after being twelve points down at half time. So the emails uh, subscribe uh, or the email, the people that subscribe to the email would have got that information. So probably just a little reminder too, um, to go to the website, www.barefootpunter.com.au. You can go and just subscribe to the email, put your email in, click the button, just hold tight for about 10 seconds because it does its little refresh thing and then it'll come up and say you have successfully subscribed. So make sure you go there. I'll get the email out uh, on a Thursday and I'll just give you any updated information or, or things that we may have missed on the podcast or, or whatever. So yeah, the subscribers would have got access to that one modeler. So um, so that was uh, that was good for them. Uh, not that that was intentional, by the way. So, uh, so that was the weekend of betting, guys. We, um, yeah, as I said, probably wasn't our, our best uh, weekend. But, um, but what we would say is that we do have our collection tin on the, on the website there as well. Probably a little, We're probably a little bit different. Uh, I mean, we, we have been a subscription service before, but you know, we're just three guys uh, on a Tuesday night who punt a fair bit on the weekend and love talking about betting uh, midweek and, uh, and everything upcoming about it. And uh, and we supply this content to you guys um, for nothing, really. We we do it because we enjoy it. Top Sport, our terrific sponsor, uh, give us a little bit of a uh, give us a little bit of a pat on the back, which is nice uh, from them as well. But um, but for the large part, we do it because we love it. But I tell you what, if you have had a win or if you've um, you know received some benefit of some of the things that we do, uh, you can go to the website as well and rattle the tin. You can just go there and put some money in the collection tin. It'll be uh, very much appreciated. Helps the Pope feed his cats. H- helps the modeler feed his kids while he's on holidays, and um, and uh, yeah, pays for my skooies at the uh, at the football on a Sunday afternoon watching the Hawks beat the Cats. Um, so uh, if you'd like to do that, you're, you're more than welcome, guys. Um, all right, should we talk some footy, boys?
1: I still know All right,
0: All uh, right, Pope, you're going to lead the way and uh, and lead me into a few games here of uh, of AFL, and I know the modeler's got some leans as well.
1: Yeah, we'll start with Friday night football here, Mug. We've got Thursday night football on hiatus for the time being in the AFL again, so we go to the four and one Saints for the one and four GWS Giants on Friday nights. What do you see in this one, Mug?
0: I see the Saints are doing a lot of things pretty well at the moment. Uh, all of their key metrics are are pretty solid. Um, they're uh, they're a good clearance team. They're a good contested team. Uh, they're taking marks inside their fifty. Um, I like a lot of the things that the Saints are doing. Uh, there's there's no doubt about that, but um, they go up. Uh, it's not not at Giants' home stadium. It's it's in Canberra, but I, I still give a, a home ground advantage um, uh, to the Giants on the back of that. And um, and the Giants, you know, they, they were a bit they will poor against Melbourne, but I think most teams are going to be poor against Melbourne. Um, I just think Giants back to the wall uh, playing in their home state. And I think there's one big factor uh, coming into this game and it's the Toby Green factor. And I think he is one of the highest rating players in the competition. I think he makes an enormous difference to that team. And when you add him into that team, he, uh, he swings, um, you know, I've got the, the saints by one, but, um, but when he comes into that team, I've got uh, GWS uh, by five. Um, so I think that market's starting to actually tick out. It's it's going, um, you know, that the money's coming for the Saints. So you can probably just hold off a little bit here. But um, but mate, I, I like the Giants. Uh, Toby Green led Giants um, is is a team that I want to be ba- be backing, and and a, and a GWS team that this is backs to the wall sort of stuff as well. They're going to come out with uh, scratching and clawing. So I, I quite like the Giants here.
1: Nice way to start for the punters too. The underdog in. First game of the rounds, Modler. What are you seeing in this one?
2: Yeah, likewise, I've pretty much got it as as the mug uh, as Muggers just spoke to. So I, I before you know Greens in, I probably had it pretty close to even money, and now that I've put him in, it's it's got GWS about a dollar sixty five. So definitely uh, definitely a play for me that game, and especially especially if um, you know teams stay as is and and they keep drifting on on the on the price as well.
0: Very good. So that sounds like consensus. Uh, first up, Pope.
1: What we like to hear, especially to with the new ball, to have you both bowling out swingers in unison. That's what uh, the punters want to see. We'll go to Saturday afternoon and probably an intriguing game. This one, Monk, based on recent form one the Bulldogs v Adelaide Crows at in Ballarat. What have we yeah, got here? It's
0: it's a it's a tough tough game. Uh, I tell you one thing, uh, Pope. About this ground is and it's it's a it's a bit of a crappy time for uh, for live betting because it's it's probably not a it's not a fixture that you're probably going to glue yourself to the TV for on a Saturday afternoon. But uh, if you're a bit of a sicko and you just happen to find yourself in front of the tally, and there's a howling, I think it's a northwesterly there. Just do your research, check the dimensions of the ground, which way which way the ground goes. But if the wind's blowing, they will only score at one end. And I've observed there a couple of times that the book is still a bit light in picking up that uh variance and it they might favor the one end by you know seven eight points but I don't, it's not enough you know you gotta you gotta swing harder than that so that's maybe a tip uh there for the listeners if the wind is blowing i think we just based on totals we might be in for some uh, more wilder weather um keep a keep a bit of an eye on that one if you if you don't mind uh, ringing up the operator and uh, and and getting some shells down at the end of each quarter um, there there can be a little play to be had there um, getting back to the game my initial feeling was geez that looks high um, when when I look at that number that i think i open up about 26 and a half and i thought that was a little bit much um I did my numbers. It dropped down to about 24. I, I had it around the mark. Not a not a massive um, go for me, but I believe the stats man uh, actually likes this one, Pope. So that might be um, give a bit of comfort for the listeners. He actually likes the Crows. He, w- he was putting it up at 24 and a half. Um, it's into 22 and a half at Toppy, but um, I think he'd be still fairly happy for us to be uh, be spruking that one up on his behalf. Yeah,
1: nice. Another. Another good one for the listeners. Before we go to the Modler Mug, you mentioned GWS having a home ground advantage in Canberra. Is there a home ground advantage for Bulldogs in Ballarat?
0: It has to be. Um, The doggies have been down there more times than the crows and the doggies, uh, if I recall, absolutely belted the crows um, and the crows had to win that, I think, to make the finals and they just did not show up at all. That was a couple of years ago. Um, So I think the crows have only been down there once. So You'd have to say so. Um, how much is it? You, you, you can argue that it's not the dog's home ground either, so they don't they don't get as much. But you know, four six points. I think it has to be
2: around that mark.
1: Yep. Mother, anything that tickles your fancy in this one?
2: No, I've pretty much got. I've yeah, I've got the doggies pretty much priced on the market there, about a twenty seven. So so no real play for me. But I'm liking the mugs angle of uh, quarter by quarter. Uh, uh, totals or whatever it might be. So, yeah, might have to keep the phone
1: handy come Saturday, although. Yeah, like it's not the first time I've heard Mung mention this in Ballarat, so it's well worth the listeners getting on board that angle. I'll stick with you in the next game, Sue Mother. The 0-5 Port Adelaide Power starting 8.5, point favourites against West Coast Eagles at Adelaide Oval. Do you have any thoughts on this one?
2: Yeah, I've, well, I've had many thoughts during the day. We've had a bit of discussion uh, on the on the WhatsApp group, trying to work out who's in and who's out. As, as it stands, I think I've got, uh, I've pretty much got it on the market. I think I had a slight lean to West Coast, but given there's so many variables about whether Wyons comes in and McGovern and, and those sorts of players, um, yeah, I'm probably happy to, to leave this one alone. Yeah, and for you, Monk, is there
1: yeah. anything that you can narrow right. down here? I, I tweeted uh, last
0: night um, about a lean to port at minus 14. I actually, I, I mentioned on the tweet about Nick Natty. I don't know what I was thinking there. It was a bit late late in the evening, um, but he's not coming back. He's he's out for half the year. Um, so just potentially McGovern uh, coming back. But it, the way Simpson was talking, he's maybe even a, a doubtful. Um, look, I've got this number uh, quite a bit bigger than, um, than, than the market, which maybe scares me a little bit that I've got it that high. Um, but, uh, so at the 14, I had to have some. My ratings would suggest now that it's still a bit, but, um, you know, I, I never really like uh, tipping up the listeners into something that's already moved. So don't think I'll be uh, putting that one up, hopefully. but um, happier with my 14.
1: No, sounds very reasonable considering all the moving parts in that one. Yep. Mug? We've got a marquee fixture over in Perth on Saturday night, don't we? The four and one Fremantle Dockers v the four and one Carlton Blues. Is there anything you want to talk about in this one? Uh,
0: at home um, against a pretty flappy Carlton, um, who have managed to continue that trend of previous years of giving up five goals in a row. I was a bit a uh, bit dirty on that. Uh, Port didn't finally get across the line. Uh, I had a little livey on that one. Uh, Pope at a decent. At a decent clip, and uh, that would have been nice uh, for Port to come across the line on the weekend, but they didn't quite get there. Um, but um, I just think Frio at home—they're going pretty good. Um, Carlton, you know, they—they're a bit flaky. You know, they they can they can sort of get on a run, but then they can <laughs> go off it. They're not going to have Crips, um, you know, without Crips. I think they're not quite quite the same. Um, I quite like Freo here, Pope. Happy to put this one up. I think uh, Toppy, uh, minus six and a half, uh, $1.85. I do like to be more on the head to head with Freo just because they do not know how to put teams away. Uh, I know they put, I, I know they gave, uh, what was it? Uh, who'd they give a clip to the other uh, at, at home? Was it uh, West Coast? They gave West Coast a bit of a clip, but but traditionally they really don't like herding teams, um, so I do prefer the head to head. But at a dollar sixty three, that's probably a little bit light on. So happy to put up the six and a half, and um, yeah, feel pretty good about that one. Get on board the Freo train.
1: We talked about hungry and advantage adopters for West Coast last week. Is yep. it a similar number for Freo? No, I don't think it is.
0: With Frio and Port Adelaide, they just for whatever reason don't get the same lick that what the blue blood teams do, West Coast and Adelaide. I I don't know if that's a that's a class thing or uh, (laughs) or they've just got slightly more supporter base, so the crowd's bigger or or what it is. But for whatever reason, they don't get the same lick. So it's it's probably it's still still a lot. Pope, it's still that you know it's got to be eight eight to ten point range. uh, You know, probably nine, ten points. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't think it's as significant. I know that sounds strange, but I just don't think it's as significant as the West Coast one.
1: No, it's interesting. It doesn't surprise me you answered that way, but interesting nonetheless. Mulder, anything for you in the West on Saturday evening? No,
2: I'm going to uh, shot around for this one. I've got it pretty much priced
1: on the market, so happy to go with, uh, with my score there. Lovely. We uh, move to Sunday afternoon next. The... North Melbourne Kangaroos be Geelong Cats monk anything no nothing, nothing,
0: nah, nothing for me there mate I, I i was uh i was around the market there and you know my numbers probably say north and nah uh, you know they're just they're battling and uh
1: nah nothing for me mother anything yeah, there, I've, yeah?
2: Got, I've got a slight at Geelong and it'll be interesting to see how they rebound
1: Given the, the loss yesterday, but yeah, enough, not, not enough for a bet for me. We've got we've got some great rivalries in the AFL, and this would be top of the close, at least here, the Q Clash. Coco Suns, the <laughs> Brisbane Lions, the <Monk>, mug. Anything <laughs> um, you can find there?
0: No, there's not, unfortunately. Um, I'm pretty much on market with a slight lean to the coast. So if if I was betting and if I can get some more action here, if, if that can tick up, you know, another couple of points, um, I, I don't think it will. I think it's going to be a fairly stable market. But um, the Brisbane lovers, and there's plenty out there, might just come for the minus. If they if they come for the minus, uh, the the mug might just have to go the other way because I at home, um, I quite like Gold Coast here, but the market's not where I want it to be at the moment.
1: Yep, very reasonable, Modler. Numbers communicate. Oh. You might have a bit of a lay this one.
2: Yeah, I actually like Brisbane a bit in this one. So um, yeah, I've, I've been from pre-season. I've rated my ratings have them sort of uh, you know the best team in the comp, and, and it's sort of carried over every week. So no surprise here. It's really gone for for them against Gold Coast, even giving Gold Coast some ground advantage. I've got them just shorter than a dollar twenty. So so probably the play would be on on the Brisbane line as. as Mug alluded to, sorry, it's people. Well, that's Play good.
0: Money. If the model if the models come for uh, come for Brisbane, uh hopefully the steam chases follow and then we might we might get a price on the on the Gold Coast.
1: Like it there might be a bit of a review for that one in seven days' time to look look back on.
0: Yeah.
1: MCG traditional Anzac Eve Clash. I'll be there on Sunday night, Muggs. I'm hoping you've got something here that I can follow you in on between Richmond and the reigning premiers?
0: Yeah, I, I, I favor, I, I, I favor the Tigers here. Um, I'm at 20. I think the market's 24. I haven't plucked up the courage to pull the trigger. Um, that's probably enough to have a bet by ordinary standards, but, um, I, geez, Melbourne is so dominant at the moment and, uh, I just don't know about the heart of the Tigers. Uh, and I guess this is the thing in, in betting, right? You know, your numbers say one thing. Then there's that just that intangible thing. Um, and, uh, and for me, at the moment, I just can't quite come at it. I just, I'm, I don't know where the Tigers are at. Great win against uh, Doggies. Great win against GWS. And then uh, some really poo efforts uh, against teams they should beat. Um, so, uh, nah, just leave me out of it, Pope.
1: Yeah, I think I think we we'll all probably understand what you're what you're saying in this one, mother um, You do have a bit of a lane in this one. Is it enough for you to probably put down your hard earned here?
2: Yeah, I've got them. Yeah, I've, I'm running Richmond about just just short of three dollars here, and, and likewise, it's it's hard to. You know, given how well Melbourne's gone this year, and obviously last year as well, it's it's sort of hard to um, sort of justify that price. But but given you know, given I'm reasonably confident with how the model's going at the moment, I'm, I'm sort of happy to throw that one out there on Richmond. Yeah, good. Um, um, yeah, go sorry. on. Bro. Yeah, you say you you go.
1: I was going to so say I was going to also give uh, the model a new ball here because he was a Hawks advocate. At the start of the year, and they're probably backing him up to some extent at the moment. So we'll go to Anzac Day with the first of the two matches, Hawthorne V City. Is there anything you like in this one, Mother?
2: Yeah, there is no as as you've alluded to, no surprises. The models actually lumping for, for Hawthorne here. I've got them uh favorites actually, so I've got them pretty much flipped to where the where the market is. Um, yeah, wow. about a dollar eighty. So so definitely happy to. To be involved with them, and 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 yeah, as, as we mentioned, that they haven't really done much to, to disappoint so far. Um, as far as you know, having confidence in them, so definitely happy to, to throw that one out there.
1: Do we have a consensus bet in that one, Mug? Or yeah, your- yeah no,
0: absolutely, okay. mate. I've uh, I've already backed them, and uh, and happy to put that one up as well. I, I had this one at, at and. You, you asked me the other week about the, the biggest home ground advantages uh, in the caper. This is actually one of them. Uh, I, I don't think I mentioned it the other day. I think I mentioned West coast and Geelong, but Hawks in and funnily enough is, is actually a very significant home ground advantage for, for the Hawks. So, um, and Sydney, I'm actually trying to think if we've played Sydney down there before, I don't think except for Buddy and I don't know if JK ever made his way down there as a Hawk. I can't recall the Hawks playing the Swans down there. So they're pretty young. To, well, there's a lot of young players in the Swans team. So this could be the first trip down there. And, um, you know, if it's a cold, uh, wet, wintry uh, day down there on, on Anzac Day, uh, they might just feel something uh, down in that air that they don't like. And, uh, yeah, the Hawks, I, I, I had it a pick. And uh, I think it's a good bet. Seven and a half at Toppy right now. Um, all of our prices are bought you by Topsport.com dot com dot so um get over there and I think interestingly enough Pope on that one Statsman actually sent through a message this morning saying that he liked the Hawks as well, so that's a triple consensus uh, on on the Hawks there. So um, get involved.
1: Yeah, we're touching new ground with a triple consensus. That sounds <laughs> that sounds like uh, new ground for the punters to get involved in. So I might I might sort of start that before before that price goes on Tuesday night. Um, traditional clash to finish the rounds Essen and bombers v Collingwood at the G opened
0: up my uh, opened up the books last night Pope for the first time and saw that uh, Collingwood was a 13 and a half point favorite and I was very disappointed because uh, I have them uh, um, yeah I, I wanted I wanted it to be a lot cheaper than that and I was keen to get on the pies but uh, at 13 and a half not for me
1: is there is there anything about the performance on this day that in terms of the, I guess, the plus angle there? Like Bombers, you know, probably a little bit to what you said a couple of games ago, that the it's a day that you don't want to embarrass yourself. Is there an angle you can find on the Bombers as a result of that or is it you're dealing in intangibles there that are hard to price? Stringer,
0: Merritt, Langford. Um, uh, this uh, Langford, is that right? Um, or am I getting my wires crossed there? I think I'm... Uh, I think that's the wrong I'm I'm, the, I think I'm thinking of the wrong guy but um but they're still got a, a few really key players out and uh i I just don't want to I just don't want to be back in a, an Essendon team really without stringer so um, and it's no no certainty for him to come back so yeah ordinarily yes but on this one
1: no for me yeah fair enough very so mother is there a bet for you in this one
2: no not really I've got Collingwood's slightly shorter than the market, about $1.42. But, um, yeah, given it's six days away and, and there's a few sort of question marks about who might come in for it, and I'm, I'm happy to, to leave
1: that one out. Well, one to finish just for you, Mug. The obviously much-discussed crackdown on descent, is there any betting angles around titles that can be found as a result of that or is it is it a little bit, again, a bit vague to probably find something at this stage? No,
0: I don't... I, I... Well, I haven't done the work, uh, Pope, to be honest, on, on the on the totals uh, just yet. And um, but I just had a quick glance at that mark, those markets before, and those markets. Just looking at them compared to what's been happening this year, there must be some weather around this weekend, uh, because they looked pretty low ordinarily with this. Um, I was going to say six again then, um, with, with with this uh, whole nonsense of...
1: Uh, it's in the same family, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is
0: in the same family. With all this nonsense of hands out and descent and, um, you know, running in the tram line of the, you know, of the protected area. And, man, it's just been a... I don't know how many there were yesterday in the sound about three, I think, three, maybe 50 meter. just gifted. You know, that's that's 18 points. That's a lot, you know, when we're talking about these lines. So, um Mate, yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, but there could be a little uh, overs tickle up there.
1: Yeah, like it. That's it for AFL, four days worth. Uh, Been an interesting round. Looking forward to
0: it. That's a lot, Pope. We got through a bit there. Mate, time to uh, turn the tables and uh, and talk some NRL. Uh, first one, Thursday night, giving us something to watch, making our week nice and short. Uh, Cronulla Sharks taking on Manly Seagulls, forty seven. the Sharks. 2.75, the Eagles, and we've got a, a six flat line here, $1.90. What are we seeing here, Pope?
1: Yeah, it's probably game of the round, which is probably a slight indictment on the round itself that a six-point favourites um, game of the round, but interesting one. Cronulla really probably didn't do themselves any harm with premiership credentials with how they performed in Melbourne on, on Saturday night. I did like Manly in this one, probably. I... I sort of thought dealing in areas that um, are probably a bit more on field that we've touched on a bit, that coming off a hard game, five-day turnaround for Cronulla, they've lost a couple of players to injury. I thought they might be right for the picking, but the price is probably moving, has moved a little bit in direction of Manly now. So it's a wait and see for me just to see what that price does over a couple of days. But I probably do want to be on Manly in this one.
0: Okay, so are we putting that one up for the listeners yet, Pope, or is that
1: a wait and see? Wait wait and see, I think. I, I don't know what that price would do, to be honest. I think it'll go one way or the other. And if it stays, probably the answer is if it stays around these 275 now, then it's a bet. If it gets much shorter, it's probably a stay away from me.
2: Okay.
0: And uh, for yourself, Modler?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, opposing Pope here. So I actually rating uh, Cronulla about a thirty-two chance. Um, so as we've spoken about previously, without Turbo, the model's sort of not really yeah. picked up on Manly's form at the moment, given there's a few players playing out of position and those kind of things, and there's always a bit of variance when that happens. Um, yeah, so at the moment, it's it's liking Cronulla at the price, probably uh, having myself to throw that one out there as well.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay, and Modler, how do you bet that? Do you just go all chips in on that on the head-to-head, or are you um, betting that one up? You know, uh, you know, a bit of line, a bit of thirteen plus. Uh, h- how do you bet there?
2: Yeah, typically, well, yeah. Given given I've got the time to, to bet how I want to, I, I have a bit. Yeah, head-to-head line, thirteen plus, sort of all yeah, alternate margin markets that you can think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But-
0: whatever we can get. And, and uh, this is maybe a little bit off script, uh, Modler, but are you also finding other ways to get with Cronulla there? Will you try and seek out um, some of their try scorers? You know, you, if you obviously have a lean to Cronulla, you feel that there's a, a, a propensity for score. Do you look at that total and go, okay, 38 and a half, who's going to score those points? Is, is that an angle that you follow?
2: Yeah, probably a couple of years ago, I was I was into that. There's a few. There's a good website out there, Stats Insider, and they they sort of break down where uh, teams tend to score tries on the field. So if if I like a team and there's a certain side of the field that you know the team tends to score on, um, and I can get a decent price out there, I'm, I'm definitely happy to to have a play on sort of any time or or multiple sort of uh, try scorer props there.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, excellent, mate. That's that's good good insight for the listeners. Thank you. Um, Pope, uh, we might. I uh, well, actually, ha- Modler has a lean in the next game, so we might go to this one Friday night. It, it's a big game up there in Brisbane. Brisbane Broncos are hosting the Dogs. A dollar fifty-five. Uh, the Broncos is that might be the shortest they've been for a while. Uh, just my uh, men on the sidelines
2: view, but um,
0: they're hosting the Dogs. Two fifty. The Dogs, and we got the line at four and a half. Modler, talk to us.
2: Yeah, I think I saw something on Twitter today that um, the uh, Brisbane's gone from a twenty-three point dog to a five-point favourite in the in the space of a week. It's it's almost a thirty-point swing, given the the opposition they've played. Um, and uh, yeah, having said all that, it's, the models sort of it's got Brisbane slight favourites, but but at the price, um, yeah, it's it's like in Canterbury at the moment. It's like Canterbury pretty much all year, and they haven't done a lot to to sort of justify that but but at the price they're paying at the moment yeah it's
1: it's
0: it's like them yeah okay nice and pope did you have anything there
1: i didn't in the in the line mug there i make it probably around that mark but the dollar fifty five does look a bit skinny for Brisbane. like it optically it, it does stand out to you so um it's a stay away for me the, the angle I don't mind here is the fair and a half total points looks to be a dry night in Brisbane and despite Canterbury being somewhat impotent in attack, sometimes venues in the style of game brings points in itself. And, and Suncorp Stadium is a ground that probably over-indexes on on overs. So I think it's and half slope on a dry night up there. So I'll be on the overs there based on current forecasts.
0: Excellent, Pope. Well, thank you for chiming in with that one. And that's a uh, that's a good one for the listeners right there. Um, next game that we want to speak about, gentlemen, um, or maybe uh, on the back of West's form, we might just uh, quickly uh, stop into Combank Stadium and talk uh, West's hosting the South's 380 at home, the resurgent Tigers, um, $1.27 the South's, um, Latrell in for knee surgery, so he won't be there. Ten and a half the line. Modler, talk to us.
2: Yeah, I don't know if the markets probably speak more to this. If the markets overreacted to to the Tigers win on the weekend, but um, you know South have done you know fairly good things this year so far, and, and the models got them slightly shorter than the market, about a dollar eighteen. So uh, probably probably sort of a half a play on 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 either the line or the head to head, whatever tickles your fancy there. Yeah, okay, Pope?
1: Topsport.com.au Market Mirror of the Week here. Mark, this was 15 and a half before yesterday's game. So this is my five yeah. points on the back of the Tigers' performance on Easter Monday, and it's too far for me. Yeah. It's an overreaction. They're a poor team who will get up occasionally, so I'm quite happy to take them on. That They can't do it two weeks in a row. So I like the South Minus here at minus 10 and a half.
0: Yeah, you'd reckon a few cans uh, for the Tigers boys on uh, what Monday night. Pretty short turnaround, uh, turnaround coming back on the sun uh, on the Saturday. So uh, that makes a lot of sense, boys. I really like that one. Um, Newcastle uh, Knights. Hope um, I watched a bit of that game and um, thought the Knights and the Dragons' defense was pretty ordinary. Um, Parramatta obviously missed out, but I'll be interested to hear your thoughts here. The Knights are hosting uh, the Eels at McDonald Jones Stadium. Jeez, they love a sponsored stadium up in the NRL, don't they? Um, Three twenty the Knights and uh, dollar thirty five the Eels. Eight and a half the line. What do you got for us?
1: Yeah, this is your old style home underdog here angle we're taking. Mug uh, that Newcastle are uh, coming off a four match losing streak, but. You dive under the surface a little bit and it's not as disastrous as it probably looks on paper. So they're going a bit better than that. It is a significant advantage at home in Newcastle and at the big line, I'm prepared to back them at the plus and a little bit of head-to-head here. I quite like them at home this weekend against the Parramatta team. They don't play badly two weeks in a row too often, but um, I just think the number's too big at the moment. Yeah, love it. Modler? Yeah,
2: going to have to throw out a consensus bet here. I'm liking the Knights as well. I've got them about uh, 250. Interesting, I guess, talking point about Conga's form at the moment and his contract issues, whether that is playing a part, um, you know, on their on-field performance. But, um, yeah, given given as it stands, I'm, I'm definitely happy to throw them out as a, as a bet there.
0: Well, mate, it didn't have an impact on his performance. I thought he was excellent uh, on the weekend. He played really well. Um, that was just my, un you know, yeah. uneducated eye, but uh, – I thought he was really getting it done for his team, but um, wasn't quite enough in the end. Well, that's excellent, boys. Consensus betting, Newcastle at home, $3 plus uh, outsider there, eight and a half points uh, to just uh, give you a bit of breathing room. Um, the boys are saying get stuck into that one. So I uh, absolutely love that one, fellas. Great stuff. And, uh, and to round us out, I think we're talking some – Oh, no, we've got another two games here. Um, I beg your pardon. Uh, on the Monday, we've got the double Anzac clash as well over in the NRL uh, Pope, I think they've been running with this one for a couple, couple of years now. The, I'll go to the Melbourne Storm first and then the, uh, the New Zealand Warriors. I think that's been a bit of a thing, hasn't it, for the, for the last little while. Melbourne Storm, dollar ten Pope, are taking on here, the Warriors. It's 19 and a half. Is the best bet in world sport back? Pope, talk
1: to me. It might just be, it's been pretty impressive for three weeks running. This this is a pretty horse-scoring fixture in recent times, Muggs. So I don't know what you read in the occasion that Anzac Day brings. So 19 and a half, big line, obviously, but there's probably a few angles here around total points and, and storm total points that is probably the road that I'll go down here. I, I think they can mount down up a bit of a score, and again, the 41.5 at Amy, what looks to be a, a dry Melbourne night, is on the low side for me too in, in this one. Warriors have been quite good for a month of 3-1, and one and they covered against the Roosters on Sunday, but I think Storm, Tail Up, the occasion generally means that they play for the best part of 80 minutes. I don't think you'll see foot off the pedal. There'll be angles around the Storm here, and it's probably going to be around their total points line here and, and overs in the match itself.
0: Lovely. Absolutely love that, Pope. Modler?
2: Uh, yeah, as far as prices go, not much of a play here for me. I've got, I've got Melbourne right on the market at ten, so probably that's, you know, 100% prices, so I've probably got them a couple of points, uh, you know, better than the line is. So probably happy to, to go with Pope's bet there on the, on the line as well.
0: And if you're an absolute sports lover and somehow you can jag a ticket to uh, the Melbourne Essendon game, why not fill yourself up at the AFL and then just wander straight across the road to the uh, to Amy Park and, and watch two great games of footy. And, uh, geez, you won't be feeling good for work on Tuesday morning if you uh, if you do the double there. But uh, what a day of sport. That's uh, absolutely sensational. And, uh, Pope, we'll just go back, backtrack to the earlier game because we've got the Dragons hosting uh, the Roosters that's at uh, our ground, the SCG, four um, ten. 410 uh, the Dragons, uh, which seems a big price. And uh, Roosters $1.24, dollars dollar $1.90. I'll leave it to the experts. What's happening here?
1: Yeah, Roosters, third line of premiership betting they are, but it's, it's a little bit of a false economy for me. They're not going as well as that indicates. They've won their last two, but haven't covered and just sort of got over line un- unimpressively. I'm on the Dragons here. Again, I, th- I think the number's a bit big for how the roosters are going and to deal a little bit intangibles, it's it's not a day that I think you're going to embarrass yourself either if you're the dragon. So I think it's a pretty big number for how the roosters are going and I can't see a, a performance at dragons where they don't show up, which they can do from time to time. I just can't see that happening on Monday. So give me two converted tries and a bit there. Morgan also a little bit of head-to-head. I'm quite keen on the dragons here.
0: Awesome, mate. And Modler?
1: Yeah, I, I
2: tend to agree. I've, I've got uh, the Dragons in a $3 shot there. So so as Pope says, yeah, definitely happy yeah. to have a play at the head-to-head and, and the line there.
0: No, that is uh, that is absolutely fantastic. So, you know, a couple of really good bets uh, to get you through your uh, your Anzac Day on the, on the Monday, which is fantastic. So thank you very much, boys. Some great stuff there. Um, just a couple of questions from the listeners um, too there. And, and I think they're probably... Um, Probably best suited for you, Modeler. Uh, M J G is asking any tips, slash resources, or recommendations for getting into modelling. I'm assuming he means the uh, the sporting kind, because uh, he's probably probably talking to the wrong blokes about getting into the modelling caper. Um, but um, but, uh, but um, sports book modelling, or or you know, modelling your um, getting your getting your stats models all sorted. What's the best way to go there?
2: Yeah, there's a few good, uh, few good guys on Twitter that I like to follow. One of them's uh, more AFL related, but uh, a guy called Tony Cork, matter of stats. he's great. He, yeah, he, he right. puts put up uh, some
0: fantastic stuff.
2: Yeah, he's got some really good resources, um, and his website's well worth a read as well. And he he tends to explain his models in in uh, you know quite good detail. So so sort of yeah, probably a good. Good resource for the beginner to, to chime in and, and have a look at and, and get an idea of sort of how to start there. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say, yeah, just find a few guys on, on Twitter and, and don't be afraid to ask some questions as well. I think most of the, the modelling types are pretty, pretty happy to, to um, you know, answer any questions you might have at, at any level of expertise as well. So yeah, that, that's probably my, be my recommendation.
0: And, uh, and I guess this is, uh, you know, I've, I've wondered some of this sort of stuff myself. In fact, I asked a, a similar question last night uh, to to one of the uh, squiggle modelers. Um, but this is from Zav. Um, do models account for things like Bulldog's lack of key defenders against the tall, tall, uh, tall Tigers forward line a couple of weeks ago?
2: Yeah, I guess it's, that's uh, how long is this piece of string. It's probably how how, how detailed your model is. And, and if you go into that level of detail where you've got... Um, you know, size of centimeters. Yeah, yeah, centimeters. Yeah. And, and you know, probably, probably some guys do that, and the guys that do that probably aren't the guys on Twitter. Uh, you know, publishing prices and probabilities. But um, you know, fair play if you if you do go to that level of detail. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, and maybe uh, I guess that's that's where probably a lot of models have their specific inputs but then I, I think you've spoken about it before models sometimes you just got to sit back and go okay well that's what the model's saying is there is there any other factors that I need to be thinking about um other than just what my my number actually spits out but then at the same time you don't always want to be second guessing your model either so well,
2: no, that's quite, yeah. and, and probably just to throw a big curveball out there a lot of uh, not a lot but some some models controversially or not they actually use the line as an input so Yep. Obviously, the aim is to bet into the line, but they might actually use that as an input to help uh, sort of anchor their, their, their prices to, to not stray too far from what the, what the market's showing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so hopefully that, uh, that, that helps out those guys. And, uh, and while we're on the topic of, uh, of, of Twitter, just a, a bit of a shout-out to the guys that have given us a shout-out. We've had some uh, positive feedback recently, so I just wanted to say thanks to um, Joel's Picks, uh, thanks to Aussie Sportsbet, thanks to Michael Dennis, uh, thanks to uh, Jared Condon, Mr. G from reading the play. Uh, he uh, said some nice things about us. So thank you, mate. Appreciate that. And, uh, and to all those boys, um, thank you so much for your positive feedback about the podcast. Uh, we love what we do and we hope uh, you guys get a bit of value. Um, we're always brought to you by Top Sport. Um, they're a fantastic Australian owned company. Uh, Tristan and the boys have been in the caper for over 30 years um they'll take your bet if you're sick of the rest go to the best get on board with top sport www.topsport.com.au and of course always download the app um but boys anything else
1: no nothing for me i think uh pretty well covered across both codes mark
0: yeah absolutely and plenty of bets in there for the listeners uh this week so uh so hopefully you can get amongst it, uh, get involved. Um, feel free to interact, uh, whether it's through uh, the email, through the through Twitter or whatever. Um, we we love getting the feedback and so forth. But uh, but for now, Pope, can you sign us off?
1: Okay, mug It's a long weekend of sports, so please gamble responsibly. But more importantly, gamble to win.